house. All right, I'm covered in paint. I'm trying not to get it on anything. Um, so Maria. Hi. This is Kat and Zoltan. Nice to meet you guys. How are you guys? I can't wait to hear more about you and more from you. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Be More podcast. This is Brittany. I'm Maria. And today we have two guests that know Brittany very well. Kat and I were roommates in college. Nice. Cool, cool. My for junior how, how year, long? her senior okay. year, for a year. Okay. Um, and we were like relatively, not strangers, but relatively strangers before we started living together. Um, okay. And then that like, makes our it interesting. Hearts, our hearts just like loved each other a lot. Yeah. yeah it was really easy. Just, and it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so she, she danced with me at Mason Gross. Nice. And I, how do I even, remember how I always talk about like that house that I lived with the 10 people in, in college? Do I know okay, Well, maybe, know maybe you were, <laughs> this is all hard because you were, this is the time when you were like distanced from everyone that you grew up with. Yeah, way to expose me. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, Correct. So, but yeah, that's, Kat and I like okay. went to school together and someone that lived in that house already took class with me. And we okay. became close, and they were in, like in need of our, like another roommate for the house. And then they were oh. like, "Oh, we'll just bring this stranger into the house that no one really knows, but she'll get along with everybody." It worked so, out. That's that's the bottom line. It worked out. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're all my family, and Kitten is like an an extension of me. I feel like, like we lived <laughs> together for a year, and we just got along really well. And yeah, that's it. And Maria and I went to school together, like elementary school and high school together. Okay. He was my neighbor across the street. No. How old were we? Like fourth grade or something? Yeah, when we moved in together across the street from one another. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's a, a background. But I mean, did I miss anything, Kitten? Uh, I don't think so. I think that sums it up. We were in a dance together um, your freshman year and my sophomore year. Yeah, but then other than that, it was like, you know, n nothing until two years later. <laughs> when we were sharing a bedroom. <laughs> yep. I was like, oh, you were that girl from that one time, right? And you were like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, nice. <laughs> yeah, <that's me. laughs> Let's nice, share nice. a room. So, yeah. <laughs> and then we moved to Oh, and this is, sorry, Zoltan. You can introduce yourselves. <laughs> How about, As okay. you can tell, okay. all of my awkwardness carries on really nicely into this, uh, into this podcast. Oh, my God. It I makes for good I... subjects of conversation. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, so this is my boyfriend, and he, you are... He is. You are a <laughs> photographer. Photographer, coach, nice. all that good stuff. Cool. Um, I mean, I I didn't go to school for it. <laughs> of course not. Because most artists are like, they grow up knowing that like, at least from like our parents are the type mm -hmm. of people that are like, ah, oh, you'll never make money in the odds. You can't do it. You can't do it. And yeah. then all of a sudden Typical. gig culture came out and everyone was like, wait, no, you actually can with gig <laughs> culture. It's It's a real thing. People right, right. Before you too, but now it's even more accessible with phones and internet. Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah. It was something I started doing in uh, high school. Nice. But uh, you know, I fell in love with it. I was that kid who like smelled of chemicals, and everyone was like, "Oh, are you in chemistry class?" I was like, "No, yeah. I'm in photography class." Like that's oh. weird. You know, that's great. just like, "Oh, oh can I cool. go in a dark room with a red light all night, like all day? Can I just do that? I don't want to like learn stuff. I just want to be here and play with chemicals and, and just do everything. Light and process. That's like your high color. school had a photography, like had a like a, a black or what are those rooms called? Dark it's room? dark room. Yeah, it's thank you, know, you. Yeah, your high school had one. Very of enlightening. You know, it's just a dark room with a red light. Yeah, <laughs> that's room. about all I know about them anyway. But my, that's really cool. I don't think our high school had one of those. No. I think we were kind of lucky with that is that we had just, you know, this room dedicated for photos. It's not very big. It was like four by six. Gotcha. <laughs> by six just feet. enough room to breathe. Just enough. Well, no. Yeah, really. I didn't say enough room to breathe. <laughs> your breathing is chemical. So, you know, it didn't exactly smell like fresh air. When you came out of the dark room, that's where you're like, <gasps> Oh my God, oh, oxygen, it's, it has a flavor. It does, you know. But the fun part was that, like, you were taking a white piece of paper and turning it into an image, and that was really cool to me. It was just being able to do that. Do that. Um, and then, of course, you mm -hmm. learn, like, 
the way that photographs actually work. You know, everyone mm -hmm. has their phone, everyone has their camera, but no one actually knows how that process works. How it like, yeah. Yeah, just like our computers yeah. these days. I don't, I don't know. Right, you turn on the computer and you're like, please, dear God, work. <laughs> yeah, right. Unless you're one of like Gen, Gen Z now is learning to code as yeah. like their third language, just, you know. Uh, they're so cool. They yeah, get to do stuff that- is learning to code, you know, so it's that cool. kind of thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm the ancient kid now on the block who's like, yeah, I, I learned with film, you know, and some right. people are like, oh, my first experience was my iPhone, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, but of course, you know, why I do it now is because after college was the first time that I had money to invest in digital photography because yeah. it's not cheap. It's just, it isn't, no. unless you have parents who can buy you into the, into the process, most kids, you know, don't have a digital camera that they can learn with. Um, mm -hmm, yeah. It's too expensive for you to just, you know, save up money and then go buy one. Like, it is yeah. affordable these days, but like $1,000, when is that like affordable? To not when you're like young. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> not when you're not young, not when you're like even our age. Like, if I if that was like, <laughs> that's true, just dropping a thousand dollars. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what did you sell? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, totally. So, that's really cool. You know, that's that's when I started was after college because that's when I finally like from working the few jobs that I had after like having a degree, which really didn't get me far. Was yeah. just like, it got you into an entry level job. Okay, it's just a piece of paper. Yeah. And for me, I went to college to learn French and international studies. So what yeah. did I end up doing? It was a choice of either go join the UN. Um, which to do that, you know, was like, you already have to be in some political realm and politics yep. sounded awful to me. I didn't want to do politics. I just wanted to like nope. help people <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do something that was giving back in a nice way. Right. So uh, it turned into like, all right, what's the only available French job in Richmond, Virginia, which is, you know, capital of Virginia, but it's really Southern. There's not much there yeah. in terms of artistic jobs, except for like, wedding photography and like oh, mural painting and things like that mm -hmm. so richmond has tons of murals and stuff and there's a lot of digital like graphic design is the art like form that makes the most money gotcha it's just because everyone has a website everyone has something online that they need graphically designed you know mm -hmm. whether it's a logo or whatever so that's where like most of those artists go mm -hmm. um, but i got a job uh <laughs> Translating French for truckers. Um, yeah, was, All right, uh, that works. I did emergency roadside service by the phone, um, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Damn. three and a half days a week, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. So that's rush hour traffic going to work and rush hour traffic coming back from work. Jesus you get Christ. The morning that's rush awful. hour and you get night rush Yeah, you get, you get both ends of it. It was perfectly oh. awful. And with the 30 minute drive that turns into <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour, it's been a 12 hour shift of you speaking two languages. You're falling asleep at the wheel and you're yeah. like, I, I need to do something else. And it that's was. When, like, yeah, that's when you call it quiz. Yeah. That's when you call it quiz. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the click moment was uh, a friend of mine because uh, there's very few straight males in the French language department. Okay. It's just it's it's it every it, it's just every girl who wants to travel abroad and a, a couple of gay guys who are just like yeah it sounds pretty you know so yeah, yeah. being the one straight guy in there I had a lot of gay friends <laughs> and yeah. one of mine uh, was like hey we're doing like a shoot you know for my birthday you want to come help out I know you did film and I was like yeah sure oh that's great yeah. out I was just like wait a second this is so much more fun. Why am I not else. doing yeah, this? Yeah, why am I not doing this like every day? And then it was like, all right, well, you know, next stimulus, next, uh, what was it? Tax return, next tax mm -hmm. return. I'll just take that and invest it straight into a new business, which is, you know, first digital camera and like, yeah, I already have all the, the startup stuff. So, you know, I used to have that like, rule with friends, you know, whereas like, if I know your camera better than you, you should just give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good rule to have. Better justice with it. Yeah. That's so oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah. At least you figured this out sooner, you know, like rather yeah. than, yeah, yeah later. That was like, two years ago. So that's, you know, from two years ago, figuring out, hey, this is what I want to do. I moved to New Jersey once I was like confident enough in my skills to be able to like, okay, I can move to a new area that has more work possibly available. 
you know, closer to New York, closer to like the north end of Jersey, like yeah. I can find something. I can start a new, I've got family up here. I can stay with them until I get my feet on. And that's what I did. <laughs> nice. This is great. Cool. I don't know any of this, so I'm already learning stuff. This is amazing. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Origins. Yay. Yeah. I knew you were not from New Jersey. That was probably, I think, the first, like, the well, actual conversation we were able to have. Born and... Jersey. Born Jersey. Raised oh, yeah. And then, you... and then lived in Virginia. And now <laughs> I'm back here. So now he's back. Now yeah, he's back. Yeah. He's full circled. Yeah, yeah. There are so many things I sent you guys, like, some of the questions that we asked and stuff. But there is, like, a big thing that inspired me to want to bring you guys on here. Um, so, and I want you to be able to to talk about it and talk, like, both of you are like creatives. Like you guys both, I got to hear a little bit more about Zoltan's background, which makes a lot more sense to me. Uh, and like understanding him as a person and just understanding like the project you guys did together a little bit more too. But during like, like through the really like the, I, what I found to be like some of the hardest weeks of, of co the COVID outbreak when we started to realize like, okay, this is gonna happen for a little while. And like when things really were starting to get really heavy, um, you guys were working on this awesome project that I able was able to follow on Instagram. So I wanted to hear, and Maria, we can always like share um, some links to some of it so that they'll, they'll be able to like, it'll be seen. Um, but I wanted to hear more. I got to talk to Kat a little bit about what was inspiring you guys to do it and what your like, um, like your intentions behind it were, but I would love to hear like right from you guys, like what, tell us more about what you were doing and what inspired you to do it. Okay. Um, I think it was, it was more, Zoltan's idea first of like he um, wasn't really working much during the, the everything being closed because there's no events to photograph if you can't have events. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, you know, when essential things are the only thing running, I'm not going to call myself essential. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I take photos of things and it's art. Art is not yeah. essential. It's nice. It's really mm -hmm. nice. But it's not it's essential. It's not making the world move. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. yeah. At least not on the day to day. Right. Yeah. On the day. Right. Right. I mean, it's it's the it's the function yeah. of society necessity yeah. versus like the, the human need necessity. Right. right. It's yeah. the system the, versus the like the human to essential. Yeah. yeah. The closest yeah. to essential I got was like that I shoot real estate photography as kind of like a daily uh, way to make money mm -hmm. um, because it. that's not going anywhere. And yeah. it's an everyday thing. That's not like a, oh, I'll get a wedding, you know, every month or like two or five a year. Mm -hmm. This is like every single day there's something going on. Yeah. Hmm. That you can make 50 to 100 to 200, however many, you know, hours you put in equals mm -hmm. how much money you make. But yep. it, that's real estate's an essential service, but the photography aspect of it isn't. So there's people in the industry who were trying to find like legal loopholes and things like that to say like, oh, because you're an independent contractor, technically you're not hired by us. Right. Single occupant like companies are allowed to operate during COVID-19. Therefore, we think they never confirmed it. Yeah. We think you should be good. You know, and that was the <laughs> that was the language that they would use, That's which so was confusing. You can do it if you want to. We will give you the work, but if anything bad happens, basically we're not going to help you. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're like not liable for anything or whatever. We're not yeah. here to help you. Yeah, right. So I just told them, no, I'm not working. Like, yeah, they, I don't need to go into houses every day, you know, because that's somebody's home. Like, you're not wearing a mask at home. You're not worried that's about right. wiping your snot on the countertop. You know, like no yeah. one's worried about that in your own home. Right. So yeah. if I have to go around and like move things, touch doorknobs, light switches, blinds, things like that. Too much risk. It's yeah, too it much not risk. The time. And it's not the time. It's not the time. <laughs> I don't need to bring that back to cat. You know, I don't need to take it from house to house. You know, no. if I get it, even if I don't show symptoms, I could be passing it on house to house now. Right. And okay. there's always that, you know, Trump supporter or whoever who's gonna be like, ah, I'm not wearing a mask, it's my own home, you know. Yeah. Oh my goodness, and those people. I, <laughs> I just told them, no, I, I'll come back when the stay-at-home order is lifted. So essentially, I wasn't working. I had to go in on unemployment, and I'm a restless creative. I, I have to make something. It just, like, 
it's that nagging voice in the back of the head that says make something to be relevant make something to show clients and people who follow you and like your work that like yeah you're still doing stuff like you are creative you, your creative process cannot be stopped by anything right mm -hmm. so it just became of like what can i do what's available to me and that's always the question of like what's you know you don't focus on what you don't have like i don't have a studio right now i can't make studio stuff but what do I have? Well, I have access to a dancer. She's not like, take photos of me. Yeah. You know, she's not like, don't take photos of me. Right. So right. <laughs> with a little convincing and making sure that, you know, she's doing something she likes too, mm -hmm. which is the dancing aspect of the project. Um, we follow TikTok and we do lots of, you know, we were like, oh yeah, cute videos and stuff like that. But there's always like challenges. Yeah. So that's where the idea of like, let's just make ourselves a creative challenge where like you do something regarding dancing based off a random mm -hmm. word just to give us a little inspiration word. Right. And then we'll dedicate a moment of that or maybe I'll just capture you while you're dancing to make a photograph. So it was like a little give and take of like, you make your own thing based off the word and I'll make my own thing and we'll try to make it either work together mm -hmm. or like dedicate a portion of that time to just getting the shot or just, you know, filming the video. Gotcha. So I liked how you said, like, a lot of people focus on the things that they don't have, which is what is yeah. so restricting for so many people to, like, do stuff. It's really like, easy to fall into. Right? Like, I think it's just such a negative way of thinking, even when it's, especially creating art. Like, if you have things, like, you can take that to so many different levels. So I just thought that that was... I think that's like a general thing for everyone, honestly, just to think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a big thing is like when I hear on podcasts from other photographers is the imposter syndrome, which is the oh. like, yeah, yeah. So, which oh is, just, like, yeah, yeah. I think it's also become such a generational thing for us, right? Like, it's so hard. Mm -hmm. And like, people who, in any sense of being creative, it's so much harder too, because like, creativity is so subjective that you really feel like but oh i mean and this is just my personal experience like going through mason gross or being around other people who are creative like there's this threshold of like what you have to be like an expectation you have to be at and if you don't hit that expectation in those details then you're not you're not really that thing so then we step yeah. into it and we're like well we're just showing up with what we have and then we feel like imposters like what we have isn't good enough um, yeah. And like, we talk about that, like how we feel that way with the, like the podcast, the way we're doing it. That's why we're really upfront about saying like, we're super informal about this and we're just trying to have more conversations. And, yeah. uh, and like, I talk about it with the work that I do all the time and like multiple facets and, and just in life there, like, it feels like it's such a, like, it's become in such life. a generational thing because our, our, like our elders have kind of set this precedence of like what it should be. And then when we don't feel like we reach it. Right. Or like you get a degree or a piece of paper that's supposed to define you for the rest of your life. And then you have it and you're like, mm, okay, great. Now what do I do? It's, it doesn't have to yeah. be like, I feel like we've been kind of cultivated to be very limited and we are kind of like, well, we don't want to have that limit, but then it feels almost like, well, if I want to kind of pivot or branch into something else, am I like being an imposter? Am I lying about who I actually right. am? It's very, it's a part of that. Yeah, and part of that is that, you know, for people who have gone to school for whatever art they're in, um, the programs are sort of still set up to prepare you for a model that isn't actually there anymore, yeah. at least in yeah. dance. Um, so like that idea that our, a lot of our professors had um, was that, you know, they came out of school programs and then like went into a company that you know, paid them enough and, and was a long-term thing where you would be part of that group um, until you didn't want to anymore. So it could mm -hmm. last for years. You could have like several international tours and um, those, those companies, there are some that are still out there that are like that, but it's not as prevalent and particularly for our generation like our generation's choreographers don't have the financial backing um to work that way mm -hmm. so really when you're our age um graduating and entering the world that company model where you're sort of 
set for the job and can sort of just ride it through whatever projects it it develops um, isn't isn't really there um, and so it becomes a lot more about picking up project to project jumping from choreographer to choreographer um, and trying to make your own survival from it um, make your own creative choices from it making your own work maybe if that's something that calls to you mm -hmm. um, but yeah it's just it's a different a different world out there <laughs> and I still don't know it's been that way you know yeah. for a, a good number of years now but I still don't know that um, dancers or artists inside of um, like college programs or whatever sort of preparatory programs I still don't know if they totally understand that when they come out until they're in it it's like it's like the arts are the way that you teach art is like the way that I'm an accountant it's like you're not in the same corporate structure like it's completely different but I, I can see your point like schools the way they teach it is like everyone's on this corporate capitalist structure that mm -hmm. like you go out get hired and you're there for like years but like I mean the way yeah. that you explained it like it's not like that and I don't know and that's that's a whole system failure <laughs> without me and Brady yeah. also we've been, that's about, something like, else we've been talking education. about a lot it's interesting to see how you know education yeah, well, in education and systems in general, we've had a lot of conversations about lately. Um, but it's been, it's very interesting, mm -hmm. like, how there's that parallel, right? And it's funny, because I remember when we were in college, and we had, like, we had, like, the opportunity to do internships in the cities with companies, right? And I had met um, a woman who was with a company that I had interned with. And they, she was, she was, like, well into her 70s. And she had been dancing with this same company her whole life. And that was just mind-blowing to me. That was mind-blowing to me. And she, I mean, like, I, I mean, their company is very well-renowned. And he's, he's still traveling and, like, creating choreography because the, the choreographer is still alive. Um, but it was just mind-blowing to me. And it was so interesting because then at the same time, I was talking to somebody else who was, uh, I think also interning with the company was like potentially trying to get like a role with the company. And he was saying how like he'd only been out of school for like three years and he couldn't find a company that he could stick to because like all of the, where they were tiny and he had to keep jumping from place to place. And it's funny and kind mm -hmm. of ironic how we talk about how, you know, people have always said that the arts were never something that had that sense of like stability to it. But at the same time, it was, I don't necessarily think that was the case. I think that people didn't necessarily, we don't always see that there was that sense of stability we were outright in the arts able to say, you know, there's a little more risk involved in this, but I feel like there is that level of like masking the fact that that risk is so relevant in all jobs, right? There's no actual sense of jobs, especially yeah. now, there's no actual sense of job security anymore. It's just that the arts were yeah. more adamant and outright about saying, you know, we might not have this, but as opposed right. to like our generations yeah. are so used to being told like you're, you know, you go to school, you get a good grades, you go to college, you get a piece of paper, you get a job, you go for the rest of your life. That's what we were told. Mm -hmm. And that's just yeah. not the system we're in anymore, especially yeah. now. Like COVID has brought out a lot of like, like, yeah. uh, like false truths and like underlying issues within like the cracks in the systems. And it's becoming really relevant right now. Um, but I think it's beautiful that you guys were able to find something good. And I said to, like, when I, when I messaged Kat about it, I was like, I love what you're doing. Tell me more about this. This is so cool. Um, because people, mm -hmm. like, need more of that. I mean, we need more reminders, like you guys said, of, of the good things. And, and look what you can do with a word. Look what you can do with, a, like, a perspective. Um, I was trying to find, because I'm trying to, I wanted to see if I could, like, potentially, I'm afraid, though, because my internet's going to do something screen stupid. Share. Are you going to yeah. screen share? Your internet is so crappy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like the picture and like I also really love like Zoltan the perspective that you take in your photos and like so like do you do editing on your photos or do you usually like oh, do yeah. okay I mean I, it's right, not to like uh, an extreme amount like I, I would not call myself a digital artist which okay, is what a lot of Instagram is and a lot yeah. of people mistake digital artists and photographers um, mm -hmm. And like there's a there's like a weird middle ground that some people take where they're both you know yeah. but mm. generally when I think of a digital artist that's someone who just does exclusively compositing which is where they can take five different photographs that they just find on the internet 
and make a unique picture that looks like it's real. Oh, right. I see. Okay. Right. So like, let's say you take the background of this photograph and you take a plane from this photograph and you take a person jumping from that one and you just push right. it all together and with magic of lighting and editing and, you know, all the Photoshop that you need in the world, yeah. you make a photo. But it's right. not right. a photo, you know. It's like not original. It's to me, not, that's... It's not original what I think of when I think of yeah. film photography it's not capturing a moment in space and then you know it's delivering it. yeah it's making yeah. one out of yeah. things that have happened so when I edit images I it's more of a taste for color and for small effects so something like a little bit of dust here or a little bit of like uh, there's one image of her and a bathtub and we tried to do it with real ice and it was like, this isn't working, you know? And the whole <laughs> reason why- suffering. She was suffering. Oh, no. oh, that, honestly, that was the first thing I was thinking. Uh, the first thing actually I was thinking was, ow, my nipples, but- I'm not one who's afraid of ice baths, um, but I spend too much time thinking about what I'm comfortable with. <laughs> Yeah, um, as, opposed to your, your as, as opposed to the <laughs> yeah. small framed person who likes blankets and warm environments. And I'm the person oh. who chews on ice and sits in front of the air conditioner without a shirt. Like, ah, this oh. is not. Oh, you're weird. You that, know, one yeah. sentence was, that one sentence is probably why Kat and I are friends right there. Like, if you're going to sum up why we're <laughs> tiny people who like to be wrapped in blankets like that. Yeah. Oh, eh, oh, there are so many. There are so many of those tiny little things that bring us together, Kat. Um, yeah. <laughs> But okay, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So the ice, so the ice in that picture, yeah. like the ice effect on the water, was like digitally put there. Yeah. Um, because oh, our so cool. our initial plan to create that ice effect in, in real life okay. didn't really pan out. But. Yeah. Well, let's let's I mean, start there. But I cool. love because uh, we'll we'll kind of work through a lot of the, the photos, but um, yeah. and we'll share them so people can look at them too. But I think I absolutely love what you just said about because I've never thought about it that way, but it makes so much sense. Um, I always wondered why, when you see a still frame, like an actual photo of somebody, especially if it's like capturing a moment, like you just said, there's so much em like emotion that's evoked from that. Because you can mm -hmm. see that, you can see that it's, I'm gonna get into like the levels here, but you can see that it's a literally a frozen moment of time, right? You can yeah. sense that, like the yeah. realness in it. And that's what's like evoking evoking emotions for like the like the psychological sense of like we never actually get to hold on to time ever unless we get those like photos but also for the sense of it it brings that like relative reality of of whatever you're taking a picture of right like that sense of like the opposite of like time is fleeting and this is never necessarily going to happen again so and i love that and i see that in like uh, da, 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 da. specifically uh, this is the i think this is the first picture you guys took and then, like the whole video of her uh, moving, uh, we're gonna. I wasn't sure if I was gonna do this, but we're gonna do this because I like this. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> can you guys see? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, like, it's, like this picture. This was the first picture, and I was like, I can't wait to see what happens with this <laughs> because it, it does all of that, right? Like, and especially like, and the way that I know, like, the way Cat moves, and like the likelihood of, like, especially with movement, period. It's hard enough to like capture like a moment of somebody moving, but like when you when you have something like this, like you you can you can just see it so well. I don't know if this is making sense. Me and putting words to no, it feels sometimes like, it's really complicated. Yeah. I'm not a creative. I told you guys I'm an accountant. Like I talk about the stereotype of the accountant, like I can't like art to me is just so foreign. <laughs> and it's like I'm such like a type A logical person. Yeah. But when I see this picture though, like I can see oh, you right. move. Like, I, can't, I can see you move, like, I can see the motion just afterwards. So I feel like, Brittany, I think I know what you're talking about. Like, it's just, it just has, like, a sense of, like, completeness and also, like, continuity. Like, it's just, like, I can see that. So. I, I, I will yeah. say I that capturing a modern dancer is not easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you never, because when you that's what's, of, like, when you look at Brandon Wolfel, right, he's a really famous, like, neon photographer on Instagram and TikTok and areas yeah. like that. But his thing is all about like low light with like really bright, vibrant colors. And I really dig bright, bright vibrant colors and like neon. I think that's really cool. But mm -hmm. what he uses is exclusively ballerinas. And they all have these really dramatic motions of like the, 
the foot up, you know, and like on the point, you know, standing mm -hmm. on tiptoes. Like there's always a, a moment of flair, but like in modern dance, it's a lot more fluid when I watch cat move. And there's not necessarily a moment where they're trying to just capture your attention. They're expressing a moment or an emotion. Right. I think is a lot harder to capture than just like, hey, stand here and repeat this dramatic motion a hundred times. It's like, right. find the emotion moment in the whole dance and like maybe you can express the dance movement like mm -hmm. it like maybe you'll find it and sometimes we found like after like one or two of these that when I was trying to capture a shot of cat dancing I would see a motion that she would do and then after she finished you know like maybe her practice round I'd be like okay I saw this one movement can you do that one a few times mm -hmm. You know, just so I can get it right. And because sometimes, you know, we make a sour face, you know, when we're yeah. doing something difficult. Oh, yeah. And you know, anyone <laughs> oh, who's yeah. not used to taking photographs isn't yeah. ready to like, yeah. LIT, like, uh, what is it? Uh, America's Next Top Model, just like, you know, <laughs> smile all the time. You know, not everyone's oh, yeah. just the smizing. So, right. yeah. But yeah. it's, a, it's, I think, oh, I love, I love when people who like don't, dance or don't have like the connection to dance talk about dance and can still understand you know what i mean like get that point across cat right so i one of the things that made me fall in love i grew up not a modern dancer like i was trained classically in ballet and i did like, a lot of like um i did like a lot of ta i was i was never my hands didn't get on the floor until i was like a senior in high school um so i never understood like the appeal of modern dance and and I think you explained it so well. Cat, I could watch Cat just like do nothing for like a solid couple of hours because she just that like that level of fluidity that she has. And it comes down to exactly what you said, Zoltan. Like it's not about um, ballet as a genre is very codified. Like it's very specific, and you only have specific places that your bodies go into. And it's almost it's very well strategized. It's planned out. And you can almost kind of see what's going to happen next, right? So like when you watch ballets, you don't necessarily watch them because you think you know what moves are going to be there. It's not a surprise, really. You watch it because there's like a story or a level of emotion put into that. And then that's what becomes like the expressive part of it. But when you watch modern dance, one of the things that I fell in love with watching it is like you never know what's going to happen next. But the entire, the pull of all of that is like you get to interpret like what you pull out of it and you have to figure it out while you're watching it, what the intention is behind the artist. And that, I, like, weirdly enough, all of that I get in this picture. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's just, okay, it's, it's, that's just beautiful to be able to do that. And I love that you guys are able to, like, bring that level of, like, dance and movement together. Okay, I'm going to try. You're going to try and do this? And yeah. I want to hear, like, Kat's experience from, like, this. Yeah. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> Yeah, so this, um, this was our first day doing this. So we sort of just picked a spot and we're like, you know, let's just see what happens. So I didn't really think too much ahead, but as soon as we got there, I sort of got to work um, thinking over what our word was, which this one was pondering. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I started to build parts of a phrase to it. And then basically what I ended up doing was I had the beginning of a phrase and then I would leave the end open-ended so that I could actually be thinking my way through it, you know, in real time. And I would find my own way back to the beginning again differently each time. And so this, um, it starts with the beginning of my phrase and then it goes through to one of the possible endings, but I probably danced for maybe like six minutes straight just no. through this phrase and like remixing it and reorganizing the chunks just like however however felt good and because the word was pondering I wasn't afraid mm -hmm. to take that thinking time because that because that was part of the point of ways sometimes depending yeah. on where he was um, so it was just really fluid and it was like a dance for both of us where we yeah. could 
respond to where the other person was. Because it's not like I knew when it was going to end. Right. Because <laughs> for me, I have no clue. I'm just like... <laughs> I have no clue looking at that. I'm like, right. yeah, yeah, this looks I don't so know cool. Where <laughs> I don't know where it ends. Yeah. I don't know if she's going to be like, this is my like, ta-da, I'm done moment. Sometimes it's just like, she just like, will stop moving and then just look up at me and just kind of like walk away and like... <laughs> I guess it's done. Yeah. And then other times, like that one, I think he just stopped recording at one point. He was like, you've been going a long time. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm used to the, like, the, the idea of like for a video or something, it's like, there's a, there's there's a, a plan. There's a plan. Yeah. You know, yeah. for me as a photographer, I'm like, all right, I have a plan. You know, right. there's yeah. an idea. There's something I'm going to try and get. Yeah, right. for this, and yeah. especially because it was our first time working together, yeah. really. Um, really? I, like, I, we didn't really talk much about what our relationship would be between the two parts. It was just sort of like, he does his thing the way he wants to do it, and I do my thing the way I want yeah. to do it. And then we'll just see what came out of it when we get home. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, going into oh, the next one. This is a true what, creative what? process right there. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Throw it at the wall and see what sticks, yeah, you know? Really, yeah, really. It's really nice to have that much breath in it, yeah. you know, and not have to be, like, pose for my shot now. Or, yeah. like, make sure you're standing over here to get my spin moves. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, that, that felt too rigid and because yeah. we're both so used to people just telling us what to do all day yeah and, and yeah and part of this part of this project why I wanted to do it was because I had sort of had the opposite um quarantine experience where you know things got shut down on a Saturday or a Sunday something like that yeah. and I had to be back to teaching on a new platform on Tuesday you know, mm -hmm. and, and it was just going ever since, like picking up like nothing happened. And I was like, well, something definitely did happen, but <laughs> there are things happening in the world. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And one of these things is I've never used a Zoom before. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Like, oh my God. You know? Yeah, for so, sure. Uh, so I had had the opposite experience where like my class teaching load didn't let up at all and actually went through what should have been spring breaks and things like that because mm. they, you know, felt like they needed to. Um, so I was having the opposite experience of like trying to run and keep up with this thing and, and then just like in my downtime be dealing with the emotional part of being in a quarantine. I know. Uh, and having all of my like performing things canceled mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. the whole spring, which I had been really looking forward to. Um, so I was sort of in a, a tougher, tough spot mentally, <laughs> where like I just felt very tied to um, showing up for work. Yeah. And, and you know, so I, appreciated when he came to me and was like I want to do this um little photo challenge for us and mm -hmm. and maybe there can be a movement part for you I was like yes please <laughs> get me up get yeah. me moving and yeah. and let me have some creativity where right, I can like, really just do what I'm yeah. feeling that day right that was with with like COVID and just being stuck in quarantine like even for me and granted with my line work I'm still behind a computer like Monday through Friday but even for me, like it's, you're doing it at home, right? Like you're, you're, you're home. So you don't have that, you don't have that outlet outside of your work because you're already home. Right. So it's like, what can I do outside of my usual now? Yeah. And you guys found this project, which I think is pretty cool. I'm looking through the pictures right now. And <laughs> it's like, whatever gets you by during COVID, honestly, is, right. is, is the point of life right now. Yeah. Um, and like, whatever, I think what makes me love it all that much more is like you just invited people in to have the experience with you guys and like that's why I wanted to bring you on to have you talk about it to invite more people into it um because I think that there's this level of I, I you hit the nail right on the head cat because I, I felt the, literally the same way about everything like trying to you like trying to keep going as if nothing happened what's again we're talking about like that splitting of the worlds again Right, yeah. trying to go like nothing's happened and kind of trying to keep everything going for the sake of like students and, and everything that needs to be happening for the world yeah. to keep going versus trying to like actually take a moment and pause and look and say like, this is not okay, like, we are not okay and that's okay and managing and trying to figure all of that out. Um, 
And Maria, Maria knows, like I had conversations with her where I would tell her, like, I don't want to sit on the computer at all anymore. I'm done. Like, I don't want to have another Zoom conversation. I don't want to have to try to dance in my living room. Like I am over all of this. And it's very, very heavy. And I think the biggest thing for me too, and I've noticed, and you can speak to this too, teaching dance is very, very different than actually experiencing it yourself and like being the dancer. And it's really, really hard to to be in a constant state of having to do one right on a new platform with totally new expectations um and having to also manage like like the mental wellness of the people you're teaching in a totally different way where you can't be there to love them physically um and then also have to be able to say okay well all of my artistic expression now has been cut out so i have to keep giving and giving and giving when i don't have it at all either um Mm. and that's really hard Um, And like Maria said, there's no, the biggest frustration through all of this was that there literally is no escape. You you have to sit in it, you have to deal with it, and there's no escape. So the fact that you guys were able to find something, and I don't think you guys were escaping it, I think you guys were embracing it. Um, The fact that you were able to find a way to give yourself something else to think about and something that maybe made you feel good, I think is really beautiful. And that's why I wanted to bring you on. I want to be able to share that with people. I also wanted to make a note to you. I don't know if you did this on purpose, but your pants went like so perfectly with like the scene that you were in in that first one, <laughs> especially like in the beginning when you're facing the building, like the geom- like the geometric like symmetry and like the nice compliment. Oh my God, I love that. Um, but yeah, I, I think what you guys did is awesome. And I know you did you did a week of it, right? Yeah, yeah. a little bit over. Yeah, but yeah. Like, yeah something like we basically did it until work uh, got in the way. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, Got so it. I started um I started the yoga program that I'm in. So we stopped when I started that because that is just Too you much know work. yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of learning. Whole experience. I have to do. Yeah. yeah. That whole experience is makes your whole yeah. every existence of you go like well, that. Jostle, I don't know how you can tell that I am a I am a dance person, a movement person, but that's yeah. uh, like literally what it. going it's through it. that is yeah, like it goes like this. You go like that and you go this way. Um <laughs> But that's awesome. I know we talked a little bit about like your your yoga journey. We've had conversations about that before. But this, again, these are all the funniest part about meeting Kat was that on like this really weird deep level, we always just like got each other. Like there was always like this sense of like we had these similarities and like we could just get along and there was like nothing. Like it, yeah, it was a really weird like this wonderful like bringing together of these two it just two beings that just the were universe like, meant well that yep yep yeah. i remember the day that um britney stopped by just to see the house and like see the room if for if she wanted it i remember that day and i remember you like standing in the bedroom and i was like so th- this is my bed so yours would go <laughs> and you and we were just like all right cool oh, nice. <laughs> And, and then when you left, I was like, well, that felt good. Trust <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> your gut. If yeah. your gut says it's good, then it's good. Yeah. Do you remember that moment? <laughs> no. I don't remember a lot of things in college. And I think it's not. The only thing that I remembered is that I loved Kat immediately. So that was all that mattered. You remember the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And there were, the, like, some of the, the fondest memories that I have of us living together was how we would like both be in our beds and then like, at, like we both of us would, there would be weekends where we'd both wake up and we'd just be like up and in our beds and then we'd just start having conversations and we'd end up there for a really long time, like in our beds, yeah. opposite sides of the room, just talking to each yeah. other. Yep. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. It was like the, that was living in that house. We were, we were all like forms of, all of us were like everywhere, all forms of everywhere, but it was like the best like soulful which all which is like a nice thing for our friend Mike but it really was like the best soulful experience living in that house with all of the stuff that we all went through together it's crazy it's true but I love that so what are your um I'm happy we talked about your project and I'm happy that we can share it with other people but what Mm -hmm. are you guys are you guys working on anything now I know I know we were like lifted quarantine but just kidding back in quarantine um but what do you guys, like, do you have any plans to do anything out, like, more, maybe even together or separate, like, projects and art things over over the summer and the coming months? Yeah, I think um, once I finish the yoga program, um, I will be doing some teaching, but I kept it a lot lighter 
just to be like, I need a break. Um, So I think some of that time we'll be, we'll be using to work together some more on on the project we had or on something similar, um, something, something different. I'm not sure, but we are like, yeah, set on working together again on something. Yeah. I'm just back to work now. So like since uh, things opened back up now, I'm doing real estate again. I'm also Mm -hmm. teaching kids how to row in the mornings. So I'm I'm basically up and moving from like 7.30 in the morning until five. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh uh, For the real estate work, I then have to put things up online and, you know, upload and stuff. I don't have to edit for them, but I still have to organize the files and send them in and things like that which takes another like 30 to 45 minutes or an hour, you know, uh, I think one of the things that people like to forget and I, and I say like to forget because they do know, you mm-hmm. know, most people know that things don't just happen, yeah. but the turnaround time on images and creating is not short. <laughs> like for anyone, there's of a project, process. Yeah. The, the actual turnaround of like going out, finding the spot, shooting for a while coming home and then editing and then posting that takes between three to four hours at least yeah. at least and for me it was video editing it was the finding the music yeah. to go along if i um some of the some of the time i kept the same music to what i had danced to in real life but yeah. i didn't always do that um mm-hmm. so yeah that it was definitely a process which is part of why it just couldn't happen like in this yeah. time with both yeah. doing stuff because it, it was yeah. a lot of work even though yeah. we enjoyed it it was just yeah. a lot to do which is fine when you have the time of the day like if you're only teaching two classes and i'm not working at all i have all the time in the day to just sit down and edit and do things like that but mm-hmm. when i'm working nine to five right yeah. you come home you need at least an hour to like de-stress decompress yeah de- decompress you gotta you gotta unpack what just happened to you it's like coming out of the war zone for me at least yeah because i deal with realtors and homeowners and i don't know what i'm walking into until i'm there mm-hmm. and i deal with kids in the morning so you know and i have to fish them out of the water sometimes because we're working in singles because of covid19 yeah uh, and singles are easy to flip so uh a lot of kids being pulled out of the water and oh my you know i just come home and i need to relax so, you know, it's six o'clock, then we got to eat, Yeah. you know, I got to make dinner. So oh, yeah. it takes the day an gets hour away from and him. then a half hour to eat. It, yeah, yeah. It's 7.30 by the time you're like, all right, shall we do something creative? And it's like, yeah. no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe on the weekend, you know, but yeah, then that balance is so important. Right. A big part of that project was bringing balance back because mm-hmm. we like didn't have the creative. So you know, that balance has to be able to shift in order for it to still be useful. We have to acknowledge the times where that would be more work and stress than it's worth at this current point, Mm -hmm. given the atmosphere we're in. So you sort of have to let it give and take a little bit, which is how it stays useful and doesn't become an obligation or another heavy thing to carry, you know? Yeah. It should be a release, not because yeah, I was just going to oh, say, yeah. like, it doesn't come out of a pressure yeah. cooker. Right. The, the right. final product comes out of a pressure cooker. You, know, you got <laughs> to have happens. freedom oh, and yeah. control and time to come up with the project. Mm-hmm. I love that you brought up process because I feel like, and that's one of the beautiful things that we get to learn from art. And that's another place where we have this like split where everything that we do in the world is based on product mm-hmm. and then you need to be in the process of it. And that's where most of the work and all of the beauty comes. Um, so I love, I, okay, so I'm going to throw this out there. I would love for you guys to do something in whatever you work on next, where you show your part of the process, right? Like if you're going to do something like in the future too, where you go like behind the scenes, um, especially if you're going to use it for like social media purposes, like that's the stuff that a lot of people don't get to see that. And it's like an extra, and now I'm super curious, especially after like hearing what what you just said about it. Um, that would be cool. Processes like our, all of us, like creative nerds are like, we know the, the value of it, but a lot of people don't realize how valuable it is until they, like, their interest is peaked and they want to know the how. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really cool. Um, but thank you guys for coming on and talking to us. Um, I miss you. Kat, I miss you so much. 
I hope that this quarantine goes away soon so that we can all get together. Um, yeah. And, mm-hmm. But yeah, when you do your next projects or whatever you work on, definitely mm-hmm. let us know about it and we can share it on like sure. whatever platforms yeah. we're on um, so that more people can see it because I think that's the beauty of the art that we get to share. And hopefully, you know, people yeah. will get to see, like you said, like that you're still doing stuff and you're still part of the process and that, you know, you're, you're putting out content so that people can see that you're, you're staying engaged, so that you can build up potential clients. That's also yeah. important. Well, the ultimate goal is that we do enough of those projects between ourselves that people are like, I love that. I want to fund it. How can I hire you guys to do what you do, but in a way that, you know, organizes itself for us you know yeah right. could you do that like out of like out of um at like a space that's getting sold like maybe not someone's home right. but like at another <laughs> like at a space that <laughs> and where you bring in you bring in the the beauty of that space that would be really cool yeah yeah okay. yes so we'll keep we'll keep supporting you and showing you off so that that happens all right guys well enjoy the rest of your weekend Keep creating stuff. Thank you so much for, oh, oh, oh. Um, tell people how they can follow you on social media and see more of your art before I forget. Okay. Um, so for me, it's cat.reese, uh, cat with a K, dot Reese, that's my name. Um, it's, you know, my personal slash dancey account. It's just all there. So you'll just know all about me. Cool. Um, yeah. And then, what are you? And then I'm trying to be everywhere. <laughs> so I've got a website, Zoltan Suhey Photography, and I'm sure you can like leave a description with my spelling of my name. It'll be, yep. Because, <laughs> yes, because otherwise no one will find you. <laughs> tricky. Um, phonetically sounded out, but for whatever reason, it's really hard. <laughs> so ZoltanSuheyPhotography.com or Zoltan's Photography on Instagram or Facebook, or you can follow me on Wedding Wire if you need uh, weddings or couple portraits and things like that cool 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 everything will be in the description don't worry yeah that's another thing that maria we yeah maria is the logistics so we handle all that thank you guys enjoy (laughs) your weekend everybody go follow them stay tuned for more amazing art coming at you from zoltan and cat and we will talk to you guys on the next episode thanks guys bye thanks guys see you later (laughs) i'm pretty